I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Garbage in, garbage out. Uh, we were talking about that last week, Dave. I hope you're doing okay. Are you recovered fully or still recovering from that cough you had, I guess? Yeah, yeah, I feel good. I've been singing songs in a lower register for fun, and my <laughs> husband is really weirded out. So he listens to a lot of old country, and yeah. so I can sing some of the lower registers, and, and he looks at me like, this is a new skill you've developed, huh? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. the, the, the Barry oh, White version of, uh, of country music. <laughs> well, yes. well, and, and uh, y'all, you're still in Texas, right? Although you're with uh, at your grandparents' uh, ranch. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't know if it's so, but it seems when I go to New Mexico, you know, I, I live in uh, in Colorado, but when I go to New mm-hmm. Mexico, the, the, the sand, the dryness, because it, mm. it's about the same dryness, I guess, lack of humidity, but that stuff affects my throat and my sinuses, you know? And mm-hmm. um, a lot of times during the summer, if I go down there during the summer, like, you know, I develop a cough for no real reason. And then it takes almost forever to get rid of it whatever that yeah. stuff sticks in your nose. I, I even do that. What is it? A neti pot stuff that you blow. Yeah, neti pot. That's gross. But I do it just to try <laughs> to clear clear my, my uh, sinuses and it doesn't work. So uh, keep at it. Eventually, uh, maybe after you have the baby, you'll feel better. Yeah, maybe a few weeks after the baby and and climate differences are definitely something. I mean, everybody says it's humid here, but it's been, I swear, not under 100 for the past few weeks. Is oh it has it been okay there or? Oh, yeah. No, we're, is it- we're in the 80s. Today is supposed to be 88, uh, and that's that's the highest in the last month or so. Uh, I am uh, very jealous. That's yeah. awesome. But, but anyway, we were talking about the uh, mental fitness, uh, staying with mm-hmm. the resiliency theme that we've been talking about the last few episodes. And uh, we were talking about how what we put in our head affects us, our, our brain. Uh, it, it's, it, it, what's the term? Plastic, plasticity, I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, mind plasticity. Yeah, it, uh, your brain will adjust to what you're trying to, or what you put into it the input so uh and we talked about uh, reading is important especially my books uh, i've got i think 13 or 14 on yeah. amazon.com one of which is we wrote together uh yeah, capstone which is yep yep um in uh, the mental fitness uh the the uh thinking part that's what i wanted to get to about we're gonna say as old people are gonna say you guys you know you, you guys it's always you guys <laughs> uh, don't think yeah. enough Hmm. What do you say to that? I think we think about different things um, for sure. I, I Do you think that your generation has more mental plasticity than, than, than the new generation? Like move, like mobility. Do you think your brains can, 
think in more more ways than ours. You know, I, possibly we thought about less stuff. You know, yeah. in, the, in the last couple, uh, you know, I don't know, several decades, uh, there's more because of technology and now AI. I mean, there's more information bombarding us. Back in the day, you know, we we had a like my uh, my television remote. Uh, that was me. I would have yeah. to get up and go change, turn the dial to. Then we only had three channels. Speak into so, AI or anything. Yeah, so it's it's changed. There's a lot more, and you know, it would take a while for us to hear the news about whatever happened in China, whatever happened in Russia. Mm -hmm. Now it's instantaneous. In fact, we're watching it as it is happening. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's totally different now. Uh, but uh, so, so we didn't have as many choices to make about what to input. And now it's bombarding us con consistently. And I mean, you guys, it'd be interesting. Well, it's too late now, uh, but it'd be interesting to see how much data goes into your in our brain, because you know we're in it still, yeah. uh, but your brain, you know, all that stuff that goes into your brain, just bombarding you constantly. Uh, I man. agree. I totally agree. My my cousin and my brother and my husband were sitting in the living room with my grandparents a few weeks ago. They were all visiting, and they were talking about all their gains in the gym. <laughs> so they were talking about the things they were eating and the supplements they were taking, and the the two pounds that they lost lost last week, and and how particular they are planning. And man, I'm so glad that they're fixating on fitness for for one thing. But my grandfather started laughing at him. I was your age. Uh, nobody talked about how quote unquote fat they were. Uh, nobody necessarily compared uh, bicep sizes is what they were doing. They were measuring their biceps yeah. and, and maybe in the uh, weightlifting or fitness bodybuilding era they did, but on, on the day to day between your brother, cousin and, and husband, uh, people didn't talk about that at all that much. But now if you wanted to be in that echo chamber, Social media will will bond you together, and you can know everything about the subject and how many carbs, proteins, and fats you're eating in a day is now a competition that you could just have at the dinner table. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think the key, especially when we're talking about developing, uh, creating leaders of character, becoming a leader of character, is what you do with it, right? All, all of that stuff is, is good if you use it for good. And I know we've said it a couple of times in the last couple of episodes, but if you use it for garbage, it's going to be garbage. And unfortunately, it's, it's easy. You know, you, you see people, and there's terms on social media, I don't know what they are, where you, uh, trolling, is that one of those ugly terms, those negative terms? So, yeah. You know, when you're, you're you're saying negative stuff about people, and, and it's easy. You know, you just get on there and say that. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. And now you've affected a lot of people, and per particularly the person that you're uh, targeting. Uh, in a bad way, if that's what you're doing, uh, which, you know, sure, it, the, this is America, you can do whatever you want, but it should be nice if you do it all for a positive reason. You know, I, I see some of this, uh, if one of my uh, colleagues, uh, a good friend of mine, she just got her PhD this weekend. Wow, hey. great. Hey. Uh, you know, tell the whole world, this is a great uh, event, you know, uh, so so use it for that. But, uh, but then I have another colleague who got uh, covid and there were people on uh, online, uh, uh, I, guess, I think the term is dissing him, that he was a fake, that it was true, it was not true. And mm. I mean, you, you can see the videos and the pictures of him. He's dying. And here you are, people, uh, hateful people. That's what it, yeah. uh, it is, hate, uh, posting that stuff on, on social media. I'm thinking, how, how dumb is that, you know, and, yeah. and sad. 
Then last we get thing to that you point. want, but the last thing you yeah. want when you get sick is for someone to say, "Oh, oh no, I don't believe you." It's like, oh, yeah. well, I just wanted some support. <laughs> That's so, yeah. yeah, we've lost a little bit of our humanity over our politics because when we form a belief and especially when we have so many people on social media that will support our beliefs, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. If you're you know, going at another human being um, and insulting them over a political issue, um, I think you're overlooking the, the person exactly. And yeah. It's not like having a conversation over the dinner table if you're just shooting a text message or shooting a, a social media post over to right. try and be right. So, Yeah, and that's, again, as, as we said, or I said, I guess, in the last couple of episodes, that's garbage in that comes out. Yeah. Garbage in, garbage out. And and, effect, and again, it, since we're talking about the, the mental uh, fitness, it affects what you say. It affects the person that you're saying it about. So cut it out. Uh, be positive, help each other out because it, it does affect the others. Uh, and that's, unfortunately, that's, how, and you know what? The kids are listening. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your baby is going to be listening immediately, maybe now already. Mm-hmm. When we had Tessa, uh, she would, uh, uh, Deb, I was a musician. You might know that. Uh, and I would, Deb, and I would go, I would take her, Deb, to my concerts and, uh, you know, we'd play some pop music and, uh, and, Tessa would hear it in the belly and yeah. she would dance and move around and all that <laughs> crazy stuff. So uh, the baby's already listening, you know, so uh-huh. uh, be aware of that at least and uh, be kind. If nothing else, be kind. Uh, the last part uh, about uh, mental fitness that I like to touch on is because you're with your grandparents, yeah. listen to the old people, Deva, mm-hmm. you, you youngsters don't listen. Sometimes you hear us, but don't listen because we have experience and it's not, you know, uh, that old saying about been there, done that. No, no, that's not true. It's different. What I've been through, maybe we could go to the same place, University of Texas. I've been there. And the last time I was there, the only time I was there, it was snowing. So it, that doesn't, has not happened since I was there about 50 mm-hmm. years ago. Nope. So um, it, it's totally different, but I think there's value. And I think especially you, and that's why I, I picked you to, to do this show with me because you're you're a, a wise person, even though you're only about what 10, 12 years old, something like that. Yeah, 13. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> your parents are your, in your I know you hold your grandparents to high high esteem. Yeah. You've learned from them, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like I uh have to carve out time too. And I think our brains are so busy with whether it's school at my age or friends or, oh, what am I going to do with my life? Now I have to focus all my energy and time into that, that um, uh, family members just pass away and you don't, you don't think about, you know, having hard conversations or, uh, you know, my great grandmother, we called her Mima. Um, she passed away when I was maybe 14 and I had a few good conversations, but I couldn't, I can't say that I really got to know her. I really got to know her story and, that she died at 97. And so that's 97 years of, of life and experiences. And thankfully I have her daughter, my grandmother and, um, to talk about these stories, but I'm really trying to focus on my grandfather and my grandmother who, uh, they had children pretty young and they got married really young. So thankfully they're, you know, my grandfather's 70, my grandmother's 68. So I've got a little bit more time hopefully, but, uh, getting some of those stories, but also just having things to tell my children and and tell my friends and everything about them, uh, instead of you know being consumed by whatever my life is happening right now and failing to appreciate the time that I have left with 
all, you know, all these wonderful people with such wonderful experiences. So hopefully people are your grandkids or your, your kids are taking time to really spend time and ask, you know, about your story, about your history, about your childhood and things that are conversations that aren't just, uh, Oh, is the chicken good? <laughs> you know, some, some really right. good conversations. Yeah. Well, it, it, at least in my, my personal experience, as you know, I write, I write a lot. I, I'm doing yeah. blogging. I'm doing podcasting. I'm doing uh, books of uh, 13 or 14 on Amazon. I don't know. So, uh, but, but I enjoy that. And I, for one purpose is to leave a legacy of some sort. Yeah. What I did learn, I've, you know, you can learn that or at least uh, be informed about it by reading my books. Uh, one of my favorite books that I wrote uh, several, seven years ago, eight, nine, maybe nine, 10 years ago was called, uh, or is called what I learned from dad that made, what I learned from dad made me a better man. Yeah. And I wrote that about my dad the, right after he passed away, because exactly what you're saying, I, I realized, and I, I still do every day. I think about him and, and I appreciate that what he taught me, but I wish I had thought more and yeah. done more thinking, more listening dad, what, you know, he used to tell me he's a, he was a storyteller as I am, but, um, and he told me great stories and he taught me a lot of stuff, but you know what, Deva, he never sat down and said, okay, Bob, sit down and let me teach you. Yeah. I learned all of this stuff. In fact, I turned around that book in about uh, less than a month and people asked me, how could you do that? How can you write a book in a month and have it on, on the street in a month? Uh, I, I've been writing this all my life. Yeah. I've been watching my dad do these things all my life. And I sat down and, and when I wrote, wrote it and it's a little book it's, it's on amazon but uh I, I sat down and thought about these things that i had learned from my dad that have made me a better man and the perspective that i gained from it you know but um but that that was very intentional and unfortunately he had to die before i ever did that which i always beat myself up for it i wish i had said i wish i had had more conversations i did some but not as much since he's gone so and, and that's not just our parents I mean, we have friends. I know. I, I, God forbid that you've lost any friends at your age, but I, I lost a lot of friends as a teenager, uh, various for various reasons. And I, I when I think back, I, I think I wish I had gotten to know that person better. Yeah. I wish, like we were talking before, I wish I had learned that perspective better, because that would have been a different perspective. I mean, maybe not totally different, but at least a little bit different. Yeah, I have a friend who. Uh... Uh, and he wasn't super close. I just grew up going to Civil Air Patrol activities with him. Um, and he was my age, funny, smart, did a lot of the same positions that I did in Civil Air Patrol and and then got in car accident. And um, he hasn't been able to regain his speech back. And I think there's a lot of damage to his spine. Um, his eyes are, are cockeyed and he um, is, uh, now I think able to be home, but he was in the hospital for a long time and he has, uh, lots of siblings. I think there are five other siblings and they're all just the sweetest people. And, um, so I'm thinking to myself, like, man, it would have been like, I want to support them, but it would have been so good to be close with him. And, and you never really have that urge until they're gone. Um, or until they're unable to really be your friend or communicate with you. Um, and I know there were people that were definitely closer to him than I was, but uh, yeah, you never, you never know what you're missing out on until it's already gone. So those people that you really want to spend time with and prioritize, I think is, is the main thing. We have to prioritize reading books. Like we said, we have to prioritize school and necessities, but 
in that 10 minutes that maybe you're going to scroll on Instagram, if there's something eating you up in the back of your head that's saying, hey, I should text that friend um, and, you know, ask how they're doing uh, or, or say, hey, do you want to set up a time to call? Like, definitely do that, even though it's it takes a little bit more energy to put yourself out there, I think, to to try and arrange time with a real human. <laughs> um, but I mean, <laughs> in your day, you had to you had to do that for fun. But now you can just, you know, have uh, fake humans and do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, well that's getting crazy yeah but it, it's here you know it, it is here it's funny when uh, i see those uh, apps where i have to prove that i'm not a robot you know it's like the uh, okay <laughs> sure uh, and i can never figure out whether there's those are uh, uh, street lights or yeah. street signs <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, i guess so, i am a robot uh, i guess <laughs> <laughs> or i should be yeah. yeah well and the other thing the other part as we get to the point of trying to create leaders of character is that we become leaders of character or not we have a choice and like you say uh, uh learning about people learning their stories being open to their stories uh, kind to them is critical but also pass it on yeah you know and 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 pass all the, uh, well what is it tw tweet tweeter twit twitter yeah although i'm glad he's changing the name to x because i can remember that one. Oh yeah but uh but anyway uh Pass on again the good stories. I know. I think it's limited to so many characters, right? Uh, so far, but I think uh, Elon said he's going to expand that. So, pass on those good stories about so and so, so and so. You know, uh, I, I, I remember Deva, and she's still around. And Deva is just a great person. This is what she did <laughs> for me one day. Great. Yeah. That that would make you feel better. That would make them feel better, and they would yeah. that would make people who read it feel better and and hopefully challenge others to do the same thing you know what what there's a i think there's even a website called random acts of kindness i think there were a couple yeah. of books or something written my in my perspective kindness is never random mm. you should have it in your head mentally done these things like you said put good stuff in your head and in your heart so that you just do those things not haphazardly not serendipitously but intentionally when you see something I'm going to be kind. I'm going to take care of these people. Uh, I've seen some me memes or little videos of uh, youngsters helping old people cross the street. Yeah. Well, you always have a choice. And, you know, uh, they don't show it, but I know there were 14 other people that passed that by, that lady by and didn't do anything. But this one person yeah. did. Great. But that's intentional. You know, that's not haphazard. Like, like, well, I guess it can be. But make it intentional. I'm going to help others. Be, I'm going to be kind. If nothing else, say hello. Yeah. But make that intentional. I feel like we're we're fearful nowadays. At least my generation is more fearful about what's going to happen if they go outside their comfort zone. Uh, we talked about this in one of our very first episodes, but whether or not you get out of the car to help someone on the side of the road um, is a really complicated emotional subject because you don't know, you know, maybe somebody has a gun, maybe there was criminal activity going on. You don't want to put yourself in that situation. Um, but I've, I have heard that, you know, I can think maybe the old wild west or whatever uh people didn't have cars boxing them in but also not that far along not that far ago uh when you were younger i feel like people might think twice back like a little bit further in time about stopping i think back then maybe it was 
easier to stop and think, oh, wow, somebody's hurt. I have to go help them. Instead of now where you can see car crashes on social media all the time, you see crime on social media all the time and you think, you know, this isn't my place. I can't, I can't help anybody. Um, what do you think? Did they do that more often back then? Or Well, and we said it before, you know, because of technology, it's right there. I mean, literally in the palm of your hand. So you're right. There, there's more risk uh, often, uh, but still, you know, it's like we. I've always said. I've always said it. We have kids around here that you know. I don't know who their parents are, but I see them running and walking and whatever. And uh, my office is out faces toward the, the street, and I'm always watching them. And I, I always think no one better touch them. Yeah. If I know that you know, again, I don't know who their parents are, but if I see that somebody's coming to to pick them up, you know, to steal them. I'm going to go out there and do the best I can to stop them. I don't care who the kids are. I don't know them, you know, but uh, that's just the way I was brought up. But, um, but you're right. There's a risk anymore, no matter where you go, there's a risk. So it's a, it's a different world, David, but, um, but the bottom line is if you're going to be a person of character, you got to do your part, whatever that may be. No judgment. You and I are not going to judge anybody, but do your part, be kind and take care of others. uh, And because someday you might hope that they take care of you. Yeah. Do what you can in the moment. That's good. Well, you have a, a great week. Thank you. Recover fully from your illness, and, and I hope the, the baby is doing well and continues uh-huh. to do that. Uh, is uh, is he thumping you yet? Oh, yeah. He's he's huge, um, dancing around all the time. And uh, at first, my husband would get impatient because he'd try to put his hand on my stomach and, and feel, and he'd get impatient thinking, man, it doesn't happen every once every 30 minutes or something. But no, I... He's got a personality uh, now, so we're super excited to meet uh, him. Um, very, very excited. So it'll be good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, you take care of yourself. We said that before. Yes, sir. First. I will. All right. Have a Thank great week. God bless you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at C-L-O-C at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.